0: Welcome into the Illini Enquirer podcast. Jeremy Warner, Derek Piper doing a post-game pod. Yes, we are doing it. Illinois 122 to North Carolina AT and t 60. That, uh, that performance almost had every kind of record setting performance you almost could think of, almost. Uh, Adam Miller, 28 points in his debut is the most for an Illini freshman ever. Uh, Iowa DeSumo, career high, 28 points, career high, 10 rebounds, Illinois program record, 17 threes, and they almost, Derek set the record for margin of victory, which is 69. Nice. They had a 62 (laughs) point win that game. Uh, For a team with such high expectations, Derek, uh, that's the way you come out and, and live up to those expectations.
1: Yeah, 100%. We've been gassing this team up all off-season for good reason, at least so far in terms of being a top-10 team, highest hyped line of basketball team since 0405, and this isn't gonna do anything to pump the brakes. I know Brad's gonna in in the post-game talked about got to come out and do it again tomorrow. I think they probably will against a really bad Chicago State team, but very, very encouraging signs. Love what we saw from Adam Miller just how comfortable he looks and we'll get into this, but I just think the fit is so good for him alongside Io and Kofi and uh, just comes into a great opportunity for him. And uh, he was aggressive and it it just feels great to be back and watching college basketball, being back here with you and State Farm Center. It's a little different, it's a little weird, but it it still feels right for what we got. We'll we'll get to the
0: atmosphere here in, in a second, which was, it was strange. I felt more strange with this than I did for football. Because football, you're uh, just a little bit separate anyway. Being in the press box, it's quieter up there. Let's be honest, there are many days Illinois football doesn't have more than 20,000 fans there anyway. This was very different uh, with the pumped-in crowd noise and all that. So let's let's just talk about that now, Derek. What did you think? What was that like for you? Because I did find it odd, um, but the players didn't seem to care whatsoever. I think they're just competitive once they get out there.
1: It didn't bother them. It bothered me a little bit early. It was it was pretty pretty rough in the first opening minutes. Whatever they were doing, it was like a three second on repeat and a little bit of a horn. It sounded kind of a cross between an arcade or a circus or a car carnival just so something that was was pretty brutal. And uh, they ended up changing it up. It seemed like they were you know tinkering with some things. You know, Underwood's out there trying some different lineups. I'm sure it'll get a little bit more smooth as we go on. You're not going to be able to replace 15,000-some in that in that building. It's just weird to, to walk in and not even see family members there. Um, but it, it was different, but we knew it was going to be a little bit different.
0: It's socially distanced on the on the you know benches. We've seen that in the NBA, so yep. that's nothing new uh, to what we've seen. Uh, but all the media were in the the 100 level, uh, so we were very distant from the court, which which is understandable. Uh, we did not have our popcorn today because we can't have any communal food, which I, I missed the popcorn. Um, but I, but I thought you know Illinois has done this really well. Uh, I thought they they pulled this off really well. I don't know how it showed up on on TV, but. Um, It is a weird experience, and I know Brad Underwood said, uh, we asked him about it after the game, is what was that like for you? And he said usually he doesn't come out to the game until about 10 minutes before, Uh, and he's always pumping up the orange crush. He loves that part of the atmosphere. So I felt like he uh, was impacted more uh, than the the players because he came out about 70 minutes before just to get adjusted uh, to that as a coach. And you asked him about him kind of going between the face shield and the in the uh, uh mask uh what do you say about that
1: yeah well he's a, he's a chiefs guy so i had to throw in the andy reed reference there and he, he said that he ended up dishing it some some point later on in the first half essentially the the bottom line is when he wants to to bark and have to do a lot of communicating he wants the shield so it doesn't get in his in his way he can make get his message across very very clearly illinois is up 40 or whatever they were late in that first half, he could just throw on the mask, a little bit more comfortable for him, so uh, he said we'll see both going forward.
0: Alright, Derek, you've seen Adam Miller a heck of a lot more than most Illini fans, more than I have. Uh, 28 points in his debut. He's He was a lot more open than he's going to be in, in games coming up against better competition, but he proved he was worth the hype. I mean, you can see the talent, you can see the stroke, even if he's open, he makes them uh when he's open. He goes 10 for 12 today, 6 for 8 from 3, 28 points on the game and uh, was just fantastic. Um, And and he carried Illinois at times. Not that he needed to be carried in that game, but uh, he really gave him a spark early on with a couple early threes. Uh, Why, I mean, did you expect him to be this good right away? I mean, I voted him Big Ten freshman of the year, preseason, so I thought he could in his role with Illinois. But why
1: is he such a good fit for this team, and, and how good can he be this year? Yeah, he's just exactly what they need. And as far as his elite skill set, which is shot making, and we, we talked about it throughout his recruitment, one of the most gifted shot makers in that class. He has a, an incredible range. And I just think, like I said earlier, he's in such a perfect situation where some of his struggles in AAU or whatever it may be was he had to create every shot. And he had to, he was a little inefficient, and there was just a lot of effort in him trying to pull up and and create it. With Io on the court, with Kofi down low, there's attention on some other guys. And, And yeah, he's not gonna be as open from the corner that many times, but then again, we saw against Big Ten opponents, how many times those two that I just mentioned create open looks for others, and he's gonna be able to knock those down at a high clip. And he can also do some things off the dribble. We just kinda sometimes limit him as a shooter, but he's got a Big Ten body right away as a freshman. I think he's going to get to the free throw line if he attacks like that. Had a nice euro step, so he's just a, an electric scorer. And I do think in the starting lineup as well. And we'll see how it progresses defensively. I think that's Illinois's best defensive lineup because Adam with his size, I O with his size, and then and Demonte defending the four.
0: Yeah, and then Trent gets after it. Who uh, gets into whoever the the point guard is.
1: Um, I'll say this: We talked about it when I O
0: who came back. How does it impact these freshmen? And there were some people who were like, "Oh, Adam Miller might be upset," and I I said then, "I don't think he should be, because I think of these two freshman guards coming in with Ayo coming back that hurt Andre's role because Andre is more of a point guard and he's a ball in his hands. He's a facilitator. Adam Miller and Ayo Desumu are great together on the court because Ayo can draw that attention, break people down, get him open shots, and while he's not going to be that open every game against good opponents. There, he's going to find a lot of open shots. So I I think. This is the best thing for Adam Miller as a freshman. Doesn't have as much uh, pressure on him, um, but I just think Io DeSumo is going to make him so much better. And just to play alongside Io and see what a pro and how he works, not that Adam didn't have that stuff, but just to have that competition every day in practice and then on the court, I just think it's a a perfect uh, fit
1: for at least a year for those guys. Yeah, and they have some chemistry together already. I do think that Adam – has approached it really, really well. And I understand why, if you're getting sold throughout the recruiting process, that Iowa's gonna be gone to the next level. You're gonna come in, take the torch, be the guy, and probably not be here for that many years after that, in a similar fashion to Iowa, which not to say that he can't do that playing alongside him. I would mention that when Alan Griffin left in March, that was still, you know, if Alan's in this mix, then maybe Adam's not starting. Maybe he's not getting the same amount of looks. Not to say that his talent wouldn't get him on the floor, But I do think that there, for the talk that was, I think, somewhat warranted throughout the recruiting process about Adam wondering about Io in that situation and feeling it out, I think when Io now sees coming back, Adam has been in a good place. He's been accepting of the leadership that Io's brought, and he understands that, well, both of them do, that they can benefit each other and take this team to another level.
0: Well, I mean, I saw some fans already worried about, uh, I think Latua tweeted out that uh, Adam Miller might only be here for a year. Let's put the brakes there. But I do think it's a great setup to where Io Desumu goes pro after this year, and we even talked about Io's huge game here. Uh, but Adam Miller could come back, be the guy, really assert himself the year, the next year. Uh, but that's what that kind of talent is—that we get to talk about it. Adam Miller's got the kind of talent to not be at Illinois very long, and and that's a huge coup for Illinois when it's already got Kofi Coburn and and, uh, Io DeSumo, and that's why we're all so high on this team. Speaking of Io, um, he had 10 straight points at one point in about a minute and a half, I believe it was. Uh, 28 points, 10 rebounds, 5 assists, 1 turnover, Derek, uh, 11 of 18 from the field, 5 of 8 for 3, uh, for AP preseason All-American, um, that's that's what he is. Uh, he, he just proved he's one of the best uh, guards in basketball. Should probably be uh, on an NBA team right now, but this offseason just didn't work for him. But at the end of the day, uh, Illinois got a junior guard that has the talents, the leadership, all of that stuff that, that most teams just don't have. And it's a huge reason why we both think this is a, the big best team in the Big Ten. Um, I would assume he's just a college superstar.
1: His conversations with us yesterday, it was pretty clear that he was going to want to come out and make a statement. And you know that he talked about wanting to show people that this team is worthy of its ranking, actually should be ranked higher. I think he wants to prove that he's that preseason All-American type of player. And, yeah, I mean, he's still hungry hunting rebounds in the second half because he wants a double-double. And I don't know that him and Adam had this in their minds at the time, but it was almost like they were one, trying to one-up each other just because they're <laughs> that kind of competitors and, and just both, both trying to go out there and get it. But, yeah, five from Ray right from beyond the, the arc is a really, really encouraging sign. He's put a ton of work into that with his game. He, he ends up with five assists. So that's a heck of a stat line for for what you've seen game one out of Io. And, yeah, keep building from there.
0: Yeah, and he's a team captain. I want to give one moment uh, late in that half where I think Chicago or North Carolina AT had gone on an 11-0 run, and Zach Griffith had a bad turnover in the backcourt. It's a walk on forward. And I would assume like, grabs him and starts talking to him and clapping at him. And Andre Corbello didn't have a very good run, had a couple turnovers in, in, in a short span. And DeMonte Williams puts his arm around him, again, a, a team captain, and starts coaching him up. And th- Line of fans, like that's something that has been lacking on this program for a very, very long time uh, for some of your best players. And I'm going to mention Demonte Williams as one of your best players. Uh, Derek, you have the stat here on his three-point shooting, but he continues to shoot threes well, two of four. But he had five rebounds, seven assists, uh, six points, two steals. Um, I'll, I'll give you a little bit of a tease. That's a five-star performance. Uh, with With the way he played defense today, Um, he reminds me a lot I loved watching this guy Chris Kramer at Purdue I think he can be that for this team when you think about what's a role this team needs when it has I would assume Adam Miller Trent Frazier Kofi Cobra, and Georgie Bishanishvili it's that gritty glue guy and when he hits three pointers like he is Derek and you can share the stat like that that just makes him invaluable
1: uh to to this team's makeup 100 percent and yeah it's 11 of his last 20 going back to last February or this past February against Maryland. So uh, he's been on a nice little streak here with this three-point shot. If he continues that, obviously that elevates the ceiling for this offense. Takes away what at times, I mean, he went nine games scoreless. What was a liability offensively, but makes great passes. We know he can rebound. We know he defends, gives incredible effort. He's tough. This team, His teammates love him. The coaches love him. And I think... Fans are learning more and more to appreciate uh, what he is as a veteran, and, and you need a guy that's willing to play a little bit of a different role, a complementary piece, which he's doing.
0: All right, let's break down the rest of this roster. we got a good extended look on a lot of these guys, our first look at them. We'll do that next. All right, Derek, Kofi Coburn, we saw running sprints afterwards, and we thought, did he get in trouble? Like, did he do something terrible that we maybe didn't see in the court? Uh, Played just 17 minutes, so uh, Brad Underwood said he and Adam Fletcher just wanted to get some extra sprints in, uh, sideline to sideline, up and down the court, uh, just to get a little bit of extra conditioning in. But uh, Kofi, in 17 minutes, had 18 points and 10 rebounds, which I I think he should walk into these three games and average 20 and 10. Just because he's such a dominant force, but I don't think we should take it for granted. He did have four turnovers, uh, but uh, that—that's just what Kofi Coburn is. And you could see he drew so much attention from North Carolina and a smaller team. Uh, these are the games where, on Feast Week, uh, Kofi Coburn can just feast away.
1: Yeah, and you look back last year, and he had his season high 26 against this team. So maybe even a little bit of a—oh, disappointing is the right word—but could have had more, and, and he did. Fumble the ball a little bit. And it was in traffic, and like you said, they really emphasized trying to send guys at him when he when he got the ball inside. And he's going to see a lot of that, especially against some of these teams that really can't combat his size. But when you can just throw a big man out there and, and get a double-double more times than not, or it, it's it's about, what, 50-50? You had the, the double-double stat.
0: He's got 13 double-doubles in 32 career games so far.
1: Yeah, that's pretty impressive. Uh, but yeah, uh, th- this was someone that, in practice, we've seen him after a full practice jump on the treadmill. They're trying to continuously stretch him out as far as his conditioning. And he played 28 minutes a game last year in Big Ten play. So uh, that hasn't been a question really ever since he's been here. And, and that's what they're, they're trying to continue to elevate his his shape and his conditioning.
0: Uh, Trent Frazier kind of played the role we saw last year. Uh, only had six points, but he had four assists, zero turnovers. I don't think we should ever overlook that. Uh, he's taking the ball, taking care of the ball, the last year plus now uh, at an elite level. Uh, also played really good defense. Two of seven, of three. Derek, oh three field goal. When when does that become a thing again? Um, because obviously there are other shooters on the team. Trent doesn't have to make. You know, four threes a game for Illinois. But boy, if you're talking national title contender, that's a guy you want to get going and get confident from three again. So two of seven and then oh of three from two where he thought, can he develop a little bit of game inside the arc? Uh, Offensively, if we're nitpicking today, that's a little bit of a, man, you hope that clicks at some point too.
1: Yeah, you'd like by the end of this MTE or in the next couple of games that you see some encouraging signs from him offensively, particularly from three because – you go back and with the Demonte stats since last February with Trent, it's been below 20% from three as far as his shot making. And uh, obviously a very, very capable shooter. Just want to see him get in rhythm, get confident with it, with it. I know there was even, and he got, he got his clips up in this game. He took seven threes, but uh, there was even a moment earlier in the first half where there's was a transition opportunity. It's, it's an open look and he doesn't take it. And that's kind of shows me a sign that he's not feeling it like he normally is, but like you said, he takes care of the ball. He's going to find other guys. He's going to play defense. But to really, you know, to beat a Baylor, it's coming up next week. You're going to need him to be locked in, especially if they're like, okay, this Adam Miller guy, we got we got to get out on him. Trent's going to have to be able to answer the call.
0: Can I say, this guy got off to a little bit of a rough start, and you're thinking, oh, no, Uh, I missed a couple bunnies around the hoop. I mean, they were contested, but they were close to the hoop. Uh, But Georgie Bishanishvili ended up having a nice game. 7 points, 7 rebounds, 3 assists. My biggest thing, 0 turnovers uh, for for Georgie today. So, solid performance uh, for Georgie Bishanishvili. I was really encouraged by Jacob Grandison. Uh, I think his performance might go a little bit under the radar, but 10 points, 8 rebounds in 17 minutes. Now, that might not translate because some of that was late. But we are at one point, Derek, he had five points, five rebounds uh, early in the second half. And I thought, boy, you just add that to your bench. And if you can get that out of Jacob Grandison, make a couple threes like he did tonight, that's what you're hoping for Kipper, right? And if he can play the Kipper role the way we hoped Kipper would play it, um, that's just a needed depth piece for Illinois at a position where it really needs somebody to be a factor.
1: Yeah, early on, it it almost looked like he was a little uncomfortable, still trying to feel it out and get into the the rhythm. This is a guy that obviously didn't play all last season in the sit-out year, but uh, settled in very, very nicely, hit a couple of threes. I mean, Kipper hit three jump shots all of last season. (laughs) All of last season. So if you can insert that as as someone who can come off the bench and play the four and, and be able to hit some shots, be able to quietly stack some rebounds and do some some nice things for you in a variety of areas. I think he has that ability and uh, what he built on later in that game, what was encouraging to see.
0: I'm trying to find the second half stats. I don't have it. Uh, But uh, Andre Corbello, I think, added a lot of his stats late in the game. But he still had eight points, six assists, but did have four turnovers, uh, Derek. So Andre Corbello, a freshman, getting his feet wet. I, I think there's going to be, as you said, the body of Adam Miller. It's a lot different for Andre Corbello. It's a lot different to be a lead guard rather than a guy who's playing off guard, like Adam Miller mostly is. Uh, but what did you think of Andre Corbello today?
1: wasn't his best showing. I called for traveling a couple of times. I think there were a few moments where he was just trying to do too much, maybe be a little too fancy with the ball. And, uh, I mean, that flash and flare is part of his game. And we even saw – you go back and look at Cassius Winston's stats as a freshman. He, We always make this comparison. I know that's a really high bar. but he, similar
0: players, yeah. right? The way they play. It's not that Andre's going to be Cassius Winston, um, but they're similar players.
1: Yeah. I just don't want to throw it. Every time I <laughs> say Grabella, it's got to be Winston in the same breath. But his turnover rate was pretty high as a freshman. I think we're going to see some of those moments from him where he's going to be aggressive and uh, maybe try to do too much at times, but uh, the spin move and finish what well, was sick. That, that was that was a really nice play. It's just going to take him some time because, yeah, as we mentioned, the fact that he doesn't come in and necessarily have the ball placed in his hands, uh, that's a little bit different, and it's just a different level. And, and yeah, with, with his body, it's not like an Adam Miller is being built for the Big Ten.
0: And I will say I w- it's just warm-ups. He, he did shoot three or four today. I think there was one jumper in there on the baseline. Um, but during warm-ups, he was – he was the best shooter Illinois had, so it was nice to see. I know it's warm-ups, and the one he shot today didn't look too good when it was a three, but he might be a little bit better of a shooter than we think. I think he's a better shooter than Andres Felice. Um, but Andres obviously had so many other things that we're not expecting out of Andre, uh, out of, uh, Andre Corbello this year. Uh, Brandon Lee got into the game. <laughs> got some stats for Brandon Lee. Now, he will be able to redshirt because this is a free year for everybody. Um, but Coleman Hawkins came into the game, Derek, and five points – Four rebounds, two assists, and 13 minutes. Didn't play with the main rotation that much, but I thought it was good for him to get those kind of minutes. And there were those things that you see. Like he had a pass to Andre Carbell, uh, in a, or not to uh, Corbell, to Adam Miller in the corner for a three. It was just beautiful. He's got a feel for the game. The physicality I think he's got to get used to. He's, he's the ninth guy on this team. But even in this kind of game, you could see the flashes of why they really like
1: his skill. Yeah, and he had a great entry pass to Kofi uh, in the first half as well, and uh, he sees the floor really, really well. And I think that's something that he's going to be able to provide, and of course, as you attract that attention, I think the pairing of him and Kofi can be really beneficial for him because he's going to be someone, didn't show it today, that can step out and hit that three-point shot uh, at a pretty decent rate. So yeah, he played a lot late, and he was in that final group with some walk-ons and everything, so uh like to see more, but uh, yeah, a decent showing for him early on, and Now she wrote the the story with his dad. He's an NBA prospect. (laughs) No,
0: let's calm down with that. But, no, I think he's a nice piece. And I I think he fits really well with Kofi. I think he really fits well with what they want at the four. Like you said, just going to take some time to get there. All right, Derek. So, 122 to 60. This does nothing to dissuade us from thinking this team is what we think they're going to be, which is a Big Ten title contender, possibly the favorite, a Final Four contender, um, a top ten team. Uh, So what do you want to see the next couple games? Because these are tune-ups. Illinois should win these games by 30-plus points right, against these kind of opponents. Maybe Ohio will be the best one, and you're saving that one for last. But what do you want to see in these next two games from Illinois um, as they get ready for Baylor next week, number two team in the country. That will be their second game of the year, and then Duke coming up, where they'll really be able to prove themselves. So what are you looking forward to? What do you think Brad Underwood wants to see the next couple games?
1: Yeah, I think that defensively you still want to see that same intensity and effort, and, and you hold a team to 19 points in the first half. Now you're going to play someone of better quality, maybe not necessarily with Chicago State, but with Ohio. Tomorrow should look very similar in terms of the just the – the difference in talent versus what you're going to face. It'd be nice to see a guy like a Curbelo or uh, Trent Frazier get going. Not that you wouldn't be thrilled to see another 28 ball from, from Adam Miller, but you'd like to see some different guys get it going. Just some overall, you know, most of your rotation be feeling pretty good going into that Baylor game. Uh, Ohio is going to be a little bit different challenge. They're pick second in the Mac. They, they return two of their top players who are preseason, all-conference type of guys. So maybe they'll push you a little bit. Probably not too much, but overall, uh, yeah, just continue to get in a groove. And a lot of this game was kind of a – it was a lot of up and down, and Illinois didn't really have to execute in the half court. Will Chicago State make you do that? Probably not. Maybe Ohio will. Uh, You just want to see some of those different things that when you face a really good team like you are going to next week, that you're prepared or you've seen that some. This was a confidence game. This is a hey, we're really good game,
0: right? You didn't have to eke this one out like we've seen in so many previous years, Derek. No matter what team it was, Uh, Illinois had 62 to 18 rebound advantage. Okay, they had a fast break. You mentioned it. I mean, they they were living in the fast break most of this game, 37 to nine, and that probably doesn't even include some of like the they get on a fast break and then they swing it around and get a three, right? Like that happened a lot today. They didn't have to run very much offense. Um, Chicago, or North Carolina A&T uh, was 0-4-3 in the first half. They kept attacking Illinois in the post for some reason. I, I don't know why. They're a small team. They're not a very good team. But this is a nice confidence booster. This is why you have these games. And while Brad Underwood wanted all conference games, I think this is why it's nice to have these games. Because you get to see some of the things that you need to work on. 22 turnovers is something you need to work on. That's not going to work against an Ohio or a Baylor or a Duke coming up, um, but you also get to build a lot of confidence and just get to see your team and not have to worry about getting a win.
1: Right, and just start off on the right foot, be able to chart one in the win column. Have a guy like Miller, where he's sitting in the in the post game, like you shouldn't be surprised when you see this from me. I mean, he's he's confident. He's not questioning himself. Uh, you know, after a, a rough go early on, and just continue to to build on it. Come back here tomorrow. Try to do the same thing. Put it under your belt and uh, be happy that basketball's back.
0: Derek and I were fortunate to be able to be in the building today. It's sure. it's nice to be back in State Farm Center to watch this team. And, and I want to say, I feel for all you Illini fans, 16,000 or 15,000 now uh, that, that couldn't be there. Uh, so we're hoping to give you a taste of what it's like to be in there. I was tweeting out some of the videos, and, and thankfully our website bounced back after Amazon's Uh, services that disappointed us throughout most of the day uh, but we were able to bounce back get some quick hits and we got a lot more content uh, coming up but Derek it was good to be in the building it was so good Uh, and, and so in this year right we've waited so long and I know it's been what eight months since we've been able to see this basketball team we've been talking about it talk about it there's a lot of terribleness going on in the world And for two hours to be able to escape, and for two hours again tomorrow be able to escape, and two hours the next day, um, if they can continue to pull this off, because we see so many college basketball games getting canceled, it was just so great. I I can't not say that enough about how great it was just to watch that basketball team for two hours.
1: Been waiting a long time. We've been waiting a long time. This is what we do, and uh, it was really nice to get back to that, to have that normalcy. Uh, and I know for fan, I mean, you you see him on whether on our message board, on Twitter, probably your friends, my friends, just the energy and the excitement, the hope, and uh, that this fan base has because of this team, It allows you to dream a little bit about where they can go. And yeah, for a year that in a lot of ways has sucked, uh, it it excites people, and that's that's fun to see, and, and look forward to going on from here.
0: Att- attendance for this game one thirty two. We're two of the 132 for this game. Uh, Thanks for listening to the Illini Enquirer podcast. If you don't already... Uh, take advantage of the deal of the year, Derek. I know I'm I'm pushing these all the time, but this this one, do sign up. 75% off an annual subscription, $75 of savings. And after this game, here's what Derek and I do. We, we get the quick hits up, we do this podcast, and then Derek dives into a column usually. He's going to focus on Adam Miller today, of course. Uh, I'll have player grades, and then we'll do more news and analysis, and then we do it all again tomorrow. So we'll be back to do it again tomorrow. Sign up today. 75% off. Take advantage of the deal of the year. And Derek, I'll see you again here tomorrow. We're getting uh, we're getting three helpings of basketball
1: on this uh, Thanksgiving week. It's a mega habit of it. Feast week. We love you.
0: All right. We'll talk to you next time on the Illini Enquirer podcast. Everybody take care of each other. We'll talk to you tomorrow.